Hey, everybody, and thank you so much for tuning in to My Sentiments Exactly podcast. My name is Kay, and I'm your host. Today's special guest is Pamela Borowski. Pamela was born and raised in the Deep South and wouldn't have it any other way. She lives out in the country in South Carolina on a family farm where she delights in gardening and tending to her goats and chickens. She founded her business, Three Rays of Light, after going back to school and graduating in her 40s. She is a hypnosis practitioner and spiritual coach, using her own experiences to overcome decades of depression and obstacles as fuel to facilitate change in others. Hope you enjoy today's episode. Pamela, I am so excited to have you as a guest on My Sentiments Exactly podcast today to educate us really on prosopagnosia, which is also known as face blindness. Um, Mm -hmm. So for those listening or watching, I'm not sure if you are familiar with prosopagnosia or face blindness, um, but before um, hearing from Pamela, I I was not aware that this was even a thing. Um, So she's going to share her personal journey Um, and experience with face blindness. Tell us, you know, what it is, you know, how it's developed um, and just raise awareness um, surrounding um, this condition. So I hope you all learned something from this episode. Um, Again, I I never heard about it. So I'm very (laughs) interested in in today's episode, but thank you so much, uh, Pamela, for joining me today. Thank you for letting me come on and talk about this because you're not the only one hardly mm-hmm. anyone that I ever talked to has ever heard of it. They may have heard yeah. of face blindness, um, off, you know, offhand in a TV show or something like that yeah. that comes up, but they don't actually know that people actually have this and it's something that's being researched right now. So yeah. what, what face blindness is, and there are varying degrees, just like there's a spectrum for a lot of different things. So some people have it worse than others. Uh I have it on the bad, the pretty bad side. Um, But what it is, is you don't recognize people's faces. So when they test you, this is the part that they test. They they will take away hair, everything else, and they will just show you this part of someone's face. And I, I have almost zero recognition when I'm just shown this part of someone's face. Okay. And I'll, I'll say when I did, I, I looked a little bit into it, but I, not that I wanted to be surprised, but I, I wanted to hear it um, from you. Yeah. Um, but I did see something about uh, sometimes people who suffer from face blindness don't recognize their own um, mm-hmm. face when, when shown that part. Is that correct? I haven't tested it a lot on myself, but I know okay. that I am very, very surprised when I do see pictures of myself and things like that. I can't always pick myself out. Um, what I oh, found, wow. what I found is that I, I can't recognize even my own family a lot of times. Okay. So I try to, to look at myself. I take, you know, selfies that I keep on my phone and uh-huh. pictures a lot just to help remind myself of what I look like. Wow. But, um, I can't always pick myself out even as a child in pictures because I, I have to look at other kind of um, cues to know that Okay, that's something that helps me with other people as well. But yeah, like hair and mm-hmm. different things like that. Yeah. Wow. That is so interesting. <laughs> um, so how long have you, I'm, I'm sorry if that's, you know, sometimes you don't want to be like, wow, cause you don't want people to feel no, like, no, that's fine. You know, that's fine. Yeah. 
<laughs> but I, it, the, it's, it's very interesting. Um, how long have you had this condition? So I don't know exactly because I didn't okay. find out there was even a name for it until I was in my 30s and I'm 49 now. So um, oh, okay. for most of my life, I really just thought I was really bad with names. That's what I, I just thought that I couldn't okay. remember people's names. So it wasn't until I, you know, ran into something and I, I saw some things online and I started looking into it and I thought, and I thought, this is me. That's There's me. actually a name for it. Yeah. Wow. So it was just something that you came across yourself. Yeah, just yeah. curious, but you didn't find out until you said 30. Yeah. In my thirties. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And, but I have had it much longer than that because when you look back, yeah. you see all the ways that you went around that. And um, some people get it from a, uh, a, a blow to their head so they can get damage and it can occur gotcha. at any point, but then they, there's also people who pretty much have had it all their lives. As far as gotcha. I know, I've had it all my life. I just never okay. recognized it. Okay. Yeah, I can, I can see, especially with those that may have gotten, like you said, a blow to their head mm -hmm. and it's capped as like short-term memory loss or, you know, something like that. That is yeah. so interesting. That's so interesting. <laughs> I'm glad that you finally were able to put a name to it. Had you ever heard anyone talk about it? And once you actually found out what it was, you know, is there, you know, a community out there of people who, who know, or is it really still kind of like a, a mystery? And if you come across it, you know, then, you know, to put a name to it. I think it's, it's a mystery. I had heard of face blindness and maybe that's what caught my ear about it, mm -hmm. but, um, but I'd never heard the name prosopagnosia. Like I didn't know that there yeah. was an actual, uh, you know, name for it like that. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, it's, it's not in a lot of people. I think in some of the studies that I've read, they really don't know how many people have it because it's people just don't know about it. And just like with any kind of, if you think about any type of disability or any, any learning issues, you, you make, changes in your life to get around it. And so some people who mm -hmm. may have had it their whole lives, they just are a certain way. That's what I thought. I'm just a certain way. I just don't remember mm -hmm. names. And you know, I had a lot of shame about it, a lot of shame for much of my life, even yeah. though I didn't know what it was. I just knew that I, I just thought I was a broken person. I just thought that I mm. can't remember people. I just yeah. carried that shame so much that I didn't even want to go out in public because I was afraid. Okay. I'd see someone that I was supposed to know and I wouldn't remember their yeah. name. You know, that's yeah. what I thought. I wouldn't remember their name, but in all, in all honesty, I, d I didn't remember names because I did not recognize them. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's so important. Um, how is that pressure? I, because I know just anyone you experience pressure. Like I really hope I remember the next time I see them or you'll say, you know, if, if I see them again, I may not recognize them. But for you, you know, it's how how do you deal with that pressure? Um, and are there still times where, um, you know, people think that you just purposely forgot, but, you know, it, it wasn't something. How do you do you let people know, um, you know, that you have face blindness? How does that work with that pressure of, you know, seeing people again that you've met once before? So that's really part of my journey with this 
okay. issue in my life. This yeah. gift, if you think about it, you know, everything can be a gift in some way. For sure. For sure. I didn't always think about it like that, though. And there was a time in my life that I was extremely depressed. And I, I'm not saying that I was depressed because of this one thing. Mm -hmm. But because I was so depressed and, uh, and and I just hated my life, I hated myself, mm -hmm. I hated everything about, I just thought that in, in all areas of my life, I was broken. And this was just one of them. Mm. I isolated myself. I wouldn't leave my home. Um, I didn't want to go out where I would see anyone. And that was just one, you know, one notch on the belt of being broken. And so I avoided mm -hmm. people because... I didn't want to tell them. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't remember you because I, that mm -hmm. was, I had been working with people out in the community since I was 16 years old. So oh. there are a lot of people in my community that have known, known me since they were children and teenagers. Okay. And so it was, and, and you know, I live in a capital city, but it's not a huge city. Columbia, South Carolina is not a huge uh -huh. city. <laughs> You're going to run into people that know mm -hmm. you. Uh, yeah. And I avoided that at all costs because I would have to pretend that I knew people and I'd laugh. Yeah. I'd okay. smile. I'd say, I'd call them hun or darling. You know, that mm -hmm. was my little thing. Hey, darling. So good to see you. <laughs> I was the yeah. biggest fake. That's what I thought. Mm. I was the biggest fake because I would walk away and I would whisper to my husband, who was that? Where mm -hmm. do I know them from? My husband got really good at helping me in some situations okay. where he would say, because he would remember, he would see someone that he knew when he was 16. We could see them 10, 15 years later. He would recognize them from when mm -hmm. they were children. And that is, to me, that seems like an impossible superhero wow. task like how can somebody do that i don't understand that at all wow. but he would do that and he would say hey so and so uh how, how's it been going since and then he, he would put in where we knew so them. that way you know yeah without having like to say secret clue yeah yeah okay yeah so that was like, really how helpful. do you how do you navigate that but yeah that's that's so helpful thank you thank you for sharing that Mm -hmm. And also, I'm not sure if this is a crazy question, but I'm just curious. Um, so do they consider it like something that is like, like neurological or is it like your eyesight or? Oh, OK, OK. Mm -hmm. gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So that's why the brain damage, it, it affects that area of the brain that allows you to recognize face recognition. Yes. OK, got you. OK, makes sense. Yeah. Um. Wow. So it was difficult for me to want to go out. You know, I, mm -hmm. I was afraid. What if, what if Randy, my husband is in another aisle, you know, what if we go yeah, into he can't Walmart help. and he's not there to tell me who it is. And, mm -hmm. and so I avoided people like the plague. I did not want to talk to people. I didn't want people to come see me. I didn't mm -hmm. want to run into people. I didn't want to go to festivals or anything like that because I was so terrified and just, Every time that I couldn't recognize someone and I would be fake or I would have to get help, mm -hmm. I just saw myself as even more of this broken person. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, I, I do recognize certain things. I recognize okay. crazy hairstyles. So if someone always has blue <laughs> hair and okay. they come with blue hair, I might recognize them. <laughs> um, I yeah. recognize how someone walks. So there are certain okay. people that have a certain walk. 
and I know who they are because of that. Or if someone has a tattoo that I remember or something like that, so, or their voice. So there are ways that gotcha. I can recognize people that I have just trained myself to really be vigilant about that type of thing. Yeah. Uh, but as far as if I'm just shown their face or if I don't see that tattoo or this is, this is one of the things, if they're not in the context where I know them. So if it's someone that I okay. work with and they're always at the front desk, I can say, Hey, Angie, okay. uh, I love, love seeing you here today. And I can call him by name and everything. But if I run into her, you know, at the, at grocery, the store, grocery store, you, mm -mm. you're not in flight. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's not true. where she's supposed to be. Yeah. Wow. That, that is so interesting. Yeah. Um, so what have been some ways, you know, of course, you know, your husband has helped you, but as you said, there was shame, you know, that you experienced, how have you overcome, um, and may, maybe still, you know, overcoming, um, shame whenever that creeps up for someone that may be going through this. And now that they're listening, they're like, that's what it is. Um, how, how have you, you know, dealt with the, the mental health side of this? In all complete honesty, it was through learning to love myself, self-worth, mm -hmm. self-love. And I needed that for many areas of my life. For and sure. I, I actually went through dialectical behavior therapy, DBT. Okay. And it helped me to learn to love myself. And it wasn't for the face blindness. It was for my depression. And um, mm -hmm. I'm also borderline personality. Um, I have that. So that... Okay. I was kind of funneled into that, but what it did was teach me how to love and accept every part of mm -hmm. myself and not see myself as broken. Yeah. And when I learned to love myself, I began to, and then, you know, as in my thirties, I realized, Hey, there's a name for this. I can actually tell people I have this. Yeah. yeah. And so when I loved myself enough to say, I'm okay. Hey, I don't, mm -hmm. I don't know faces. I can't, Hey, mm -hmm. guess what? I'll tell him. I, I love meeting you, but I'm gonna tell you right mm -hmm. now, I have face blindness. Please uh, don't be upset with me if I can't mm -hmm. remember who you are. Yeah. And that has helped so much. And I was so scared to start doing that. I thought people mm -hmm. would make fun of me. Yeah. Uh, you know, would think, Oh my God, you're, you're, you're ridiculous. Well, that isn't even mm -hmm. a thing, you know, cause nobody's yeah. ever heard of that. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But it helps so much to just be upfront. And then I started when I, cause I did a lot of teaching. I've, I work at a local museum and I would stand in front of people. I work in the volunteer department and I, some of these people I've known for five, seven years, these okay. volunteers that I see all the time and I don't know who they are. So yeah. I started in my training saying, Hey, I have this. So y'all help me out. And yeah. I, have, I actually have volunteers who come up and said, Hey, I'm such and such. Every time they see me, that is so sweet. I love they that. They start out with their name. Yeah. And That's then it so just nice. Takes. Yeah. And it's like if you, you know, get to that point and you put yourself out there, you never know who's you, you you're expecting this negative reaction, yeah. but they're actually willing to help you. So, yeah, I, I love that. That is that is so great and hopefully helpful to, you know, someone that's just now realizing, you know, there's a name to, yeah. you know, what they're experiencing. Um, hopefully you've helped them, you know, with that. And for those listening or watching who were like me and um, weren't aware that this, you know, it, it, this condition, you know, existed, 
now you know, um, and maybe we won't be so sensitive to when people don't recognize us um, right. because you never know who is not in the position that you that you're in now and isn't comfortable, you know, and we think it's, you know, intentional or something like that. Um, maybe this will help in our future interactions, you know, with, yeah. with people um, that we think should know us by now, but maybe, right. you know, maybe not. And it may not be due to face blindness, but just in case it is, I, I'm hoping that it'll spark a bit more empathy that, that we all need in, in our day-to-day -day interactions. Yeah, definitely. What has been the biggest, because you said, you know, it's a gift. Um, mm -hmm. So what, what would you say has been the biggest blessing that you've seen um, out of this? I am very empathetic. And part mm -hmm. of that empathy comes with the ability to read body language. So I okay. am extremely good at reading body language because I'm not okay. really seeing their faces. So, yeah. because, you know, that's why I think I've had it my whole life because I was good at body language reading when I okay. was in a, a teenager and into mm -hmm. my 20s. And I sometimes would be placed in the front and as people would come into places, my, my boss would have me look at people and then tell them, okay, this person's going to be a problem. This person, this, this person, that. Because, you know, even at 20 years old, I could read people as yeah. they come in just like that. Wow. Uh -huh. I think that's a gift. And, and that For sure. is related to not being able to see the face because I am, I'm so in tuned with how people carry themselves yeah. and how they move and things like that. So that's, that's what I'm looking at when I even talk to people. That's so neat. I'll have you analyze my, my body language after <laughs> we finish recording. <laughs> but no, that's, that's so cool. Thank, thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Um, so again, this is an opportunity for you to raise awareness and to educate. Is there something that, if someone gave you a megaphone and you had like one thing to say about prosopagnosia um, or that you feel is important to raise awareness to surrounding this topic, what would you say? Don't beat yourself up if you have it because our brains are magnificent machines and you can work around it. There's no cure for it right now, but what we can do is we can train ourselves and love ourselves completely so that we're able to still function in society. I mean, the worst thing that ever happened to me with prosopagnosia is that when I went to pick up my children <clears throat> one time, they were in elementary school, they were not standing, <clears throat> excuse me, they were not standing in the place where they were supposed to be standing. And I drove oh. past my own children okay. and they came running after my car. Um. And, you know, when something like that happens, it's really easy to beat up yourself. And so I say, just like anybody would have anything going on in their life, you are perfectly fine how you mm -hmm. are and you can lead a, a great life and, and make mm -hmm. shifts in your life to love yourself just like you are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. Wow. I can't even imagine, you know, how, how you felt when that, when that happened. Um, and just quickly, how have you um, navigated this with your children? You know, how have you, you know, kind of let them know what's going on? You know, are they, you know, at the age where they're, you know, helping out too, if they can, um, how have you kind of introduced this to them? 
They're 22 and 23 now. Okay. And they, so they have lived their whole life, you know, dealing yeah. with this, dealing with moms. Yeah. Moms, um, a little different. <laughs> in many <Yeah>. ways. <laughs> um, and, and they, they just, uh, as I, they were very, they were young when I started to really start yeah. to love myself and figure out my place in this world. And so I've just tried to share with them that you don't have to be exactly what society needs you to look like and be like and have mm, all these things. Yep. Find a gift and to find the beauty in who you are. And so that's kind yeah. of what I've tried to teach them. And they're very helpful even now. They just know that's how I am and that's perfectly mm -hmm. fine. That's just how mom is. Yeah, that is so that is so beautiful. Um, I'm so inspired just by this episode and I've learned so much. Um, for, you know, family members or friends that, you know, want to be, um, you know, supportive, would you recommend, you know, that they kind of do like how your husband has has done and mm -hmm. I'm just kind of helping that way? What are some ways that people can help and for those that will support um, and then for those that may have uh, face blindness, what are some resources maybe that they can look into? Um, although, you know, research is still being done, mm -hmm. um, is there are there any resources that could be helpful for them? Yeah, so I'll start with a great resource and it's just called faceblind.org. And you can go there. Mm -hmm. You can go there if you think that you may have it and you can go there for more information as well. And it's actually through Harvard Dartmouth, the study, and I've actually done a research study with that. And so you, wow. can, you can actually take a little online test to see, and then you can put your name in for a research study. So, you know, it's, it's still something that's very new to people. So they're still uh -huh. doing a lot of research about it. In UK, uh -huh. there is a, a place that you can get a, get a hold of there, um, Burnmouth University. And I've done a research study with them as well. So those are places, wow. but blind.org, great place for information for anybody. As far as what you can do to help somebody who is face blind, regardless of if they just have a little bit or if they're mm -hmm. very bad like I am. Yeah, do like my husband um, did for me. And if you recognize what's going on, just say Oh, so-and-so, like say their name or say where you know them just in conversation so it doesn't kind of make it blaringly obvious yeah. that you're trying to be helped. Mm -hmm. uh, another thing that's very helpful is just saying it, saying outright to people if you feel comfortable that, hey, I've got this thing going on and, I and you know, make, uh -huh. please tell me your name. Um uh -huh. uh, or you can have if you don't if you feel uncomfortable, have your uh, partner or child or whoever say, "Hey, mom, mom uh -huh. or dad has this uh, face blind. She may not remember you." You know, some uh -huh. people aren't aren't as open about it as as I am, and so in some cases, if if my husband had told someone that, I would have felt a lot better than me saying, "Hey, I've got this thing going on." Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. And that also made me think uh, one last one last question. Um, so when it comes to so you're you're OK with names. Um, mm, so even if yeah. you don't see their face, if you've heard their name before, are you good with yes, just yeah. their name? OK, cool. Yeah. OK, um, especially if it's so and so from so and so. So, you know, if it's gotcha. if it's Pam from the museum or something like that. OK, yeah. then you don't have to see their face. 
Yeah, then I can realize okay. who they are because, you know, I may know five different Pams. So yeah. since I can't recognize their face, I don't know which one they are. Gotcha. So that's very helpful. Okay. Photography that is makes- also helpful too. So if someone's out there and they think, I just can't, I, I have this face blind problem, take photos. I take a photo of every person that I can and put in my phone. And so when they call, their picture pops up. Like I use that function. Got you. Okay. And I look at pictures almost every day. I, I love photography. And I think part of that is because I want to remember everything because I don't have it in my brain. Mm-hmm. I have thousands upon thousands, way more than a norm, normal person should have yeah. pictures of my children so that Got I can you. see so that I can see them at, at every age. Yeah. So that is lots so, that's so amazing. Um, yeah, things that you just ordinarily take for granted. Yeah. Like, I just went through my phone the other day and I'm like, I have no contact photos. I mean, other than like my husband, like I don't really, but you don't think for people that may have face blindness, you rely on those contact photos. I think that's very interesting. And hopefully again, very helpful to someone that's listening that has it. Um, Consider these things, you know, that she's saying that have, that have helped with her, you know, as a wife, as, as a mom, you know, all of these different hats that you wear. Um, so can you share a little bit about what you do, um, how people can, can stay connected with you? Yeah. Um, I have a business that's called three rays of light. If someone wants to contact me through there and it's a number three, three rays of light.org. Well, I'll have all of, um, Pamela's information in the episode description, um, for those that want to stay connected with her. Um, if you reach out, you know, if, if she's met you before, um, just put your name and, you know, tell her where you're from. Um, just take a, maybe share some things that you learned from this episode um, and just how it has, has impacted you. You never know how that, um, you know, could, could touch her heart because, you know, again, this is something new. Not a lot of people, you know, know about this. Um, so, you know, this is a courageous thing, you know, that, that she's doing to share her journey um, to, and to share her experience. So um, please stay connected uh, with Pamela and raise awareness. Um, even if you don't know anyone personally, um, whenever you see something um, that's related to face blindness or anything like that, please share it. Um, just to the general public, just so other people um, can can be aware of it. Um, and if you don't want to just randomly find <laughs> find something, um, you're you're definitely welcome to share this episode um, as as we're seeking to raise awareness um, and and have conversations that we're really not used to having, but are necessary um, to have because it helps foster that empathy. Um, so thank you so much again, Pamela, for for sharing your journey. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't think we got a chance to do the conversation started at the beginning, but I'll ask you a question now before we get off. All right. This is very interesting. You know what? Every time I do the conversation starter, it applies to that exact episode. Every oh, single wow. time. I have no idea. And I randomly pull it. So guess what this one is? How do you think people see you? Wow. Okay. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Well, I would imagine okay. people actually see my face. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I hope people see me as someone who has, uh, who has come out of a lot of darkness and depression mm-hmm. and learned to, to love herself and, then, and that they see confidence and self-love and love for other people. 
that's so amazing. Well, I'm I'm just so blessed by this episode. It has been it has been so heartwarming. Um, and again, very um, inf- informative for me. I'm very I'm a curious person. I love to learn. So um, thank you so much for sharing this. I'm gonna check out the website that you mentioned. Um, and just kind of do some more research, you know, in, in preparation um, for, you know, this, you know, airing this episode um, and hoping to, you know, raise as much awareness as possible. Um, and if there are any other resources that you ever want to share, um, I, I would love to share it um, with the MSE community. So please don't awesome. hesitate to reach out with that. Um, but thank you so much again, Pamela. And thank you to everyone for tuning in. Please make sure that you connect with Pamela on social media. Did you enjoy this episode? If you haven't already, subscribe on your favorite listening platform and our new YouTube channel with video interviews premiering in season three. I'd also love for you to continue the conversation with those around you. One way you can do that is by purchasing MSE Podcasts Conversation Starters Deck, available for purchase at bygracenp.com. Be sure to leave a review on one of MSE's listening platforms share with a friend, and join the My Sentiments Exactly podcast community on social media at MSE Podcast. The podcast is available for listening on all major streaming platforms by GraceNP.com and YouTube now. Hope to hear from you soon.